What's your mate? How's it hanging? How's it happen? You guys know this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast, the gateway new rock and metal music. We're inspiring young rock and metal fans to discover new rock and metal bands, feel connected, and find a place they belong. Oh yeah. Guys, we are already into February, and this one, this one is absolutely awesome. It is a quick-hitting, fast-paced, fun-as-all-hell episode because I'm just not even going to, you know... <laughs> mince words we have steel panther on the show today oh my lord but before we jump in the episode i want to thank sponsor for this podcast which of course is from phoenix fitness so you guys know of course one of my favorite things to do outside of the podcast is mosh pits like none other i mean the two days after i shot this one or two before i shot this one i was just in the pit for you know brand of sacrifice uh era we came as romans and absolutely loved it so you guys know i love to say mosh pit fit and that is Constantly going to the gym every single day, going and putting in the time, lifting weights, cardio, all that good kind of stuff to make sure I can go from the beginning of the first band to the end of the headliner and not get, you know, gas tired, go balls to the wall all the time. So that's what I call mosh pit fit. But in order to say mosh pit fit, I have to prepare and recover right after the gym to make sure that I can continue this on a consistent basis. And you know what? I do with the help of Phoenix Fitness. They have many of its products to help you achieve your fitness goals or be like us and get mosh fit fit. So what do they do? They have different types of pre-workouts, both stim and stim free stuff. I use their stim free stuff because guys, this is my energy right now, like resting energy. Can you imagine me like in the gym, hopped up on like, you know, pre-workout? Yeah, crazy. They also have different types of B-stable recovery compounds to help you recover and like absorb the nutrients and muscles after workout. Uh... They have different types of creatines, proteins, whey protein, plant-based protein, collagen protein. I use their whey chocolate malt flavored because that's some good stuff. Multivitamins and literally anything you might need to your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 20% off using code CPP20 at FNXFit.com. Link for another podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. And now are you guys ready for just an awesome straight 20 minutes of fantastic amazingness with Michael Starr from Steel Panther? I am so excited for you guys to hear this one. I mean... We're on the prowl, baby. Are you ready? Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. You know we brought on maybe one or two types of, you know, that hair metal, glam metal style to the podcast. And today, this one has me more excited than any possibly could. This band's brand new album, On the Prowl, comes out on February 24th. They're going to be on tour right when the album comes out supporting the whole town with support from some of our friends in crowbot and you're not going to want to miss out on that plus on valentine's day this year they released their own dating app called rock and talk and well let's just jump into it so please 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 welcome michael start from the band steel panther the podcast so michael welcome to the core progression podcast hey thanks for having me bro good to meet you kevin i've heard a lot about you i hear you have a huge penis which is killer for the chicks and thanks for having me on dude Thanks for being on, and you know, it really is killer for the chicks. I, I I really think they appreciate it. I'm not sure if it can hold a candle to yours, though. I mean, I've heard legendary things about it from everyone that's seen Steel Panther live, so yeah, I might be on the, on the short end of the stick on that one. <laughs> ah, that's a good one. I appreciate that, dude. Hey, it's good to be, be on here with you, dude. Yeah, it's great to have you. How has everything been going for you guys recently? I mean, right about to go out on tour for the first time in 2023. Support on the prowl. Get that bad boy out there and just start ripping up some shows. So how's everything been going, man? It's been going great. You know, the preparation for putting out this record, it's been going on for about five months now. We finished recording it maybe seven months ago. Then it got mixed. Then it got mastered. 
And then we have to do the artwork for it. And once the artwork's done, we have to do all the lyrics and we got to do all the thank yous. And then you package that up. And then once that's packaged up, you got to ship it out. There's a lot that goes with a release more behind the scenes than people know, you know, and the lead up time for it. And then, you know, also we're doing all the press for it. And then we're doing shows while we're doing all that. So we're very excited to finally kick off the world official tour of On the Prowl that comes out next week. It's so exciting. And the first show we're going to do is going to be in Vegas, which is, I don't know who booked it. It's actually like really dangerous to start us off in Vegas because it's hard to leave Vegas and it's hard to find guys after a show in Vegas. I remember one time we were, we were partying. We used to have a weekly show out there and we were partying and we couldn't find our drummer anywhere. And we had to go to Phoenix for a show. And he ended up being at this club. It was a strip club. I forget the name of Darlings or some shit. And he was in the back room hanging out with some stripper doing blow. And like, dude, we got to go. He lost all his money in roulette and he fucking spent all his money on blow, but we made it up in merch at the next show. So everything turned out good. So I'm sure the first show in Vegas will be amazing. It's at the Mandalay Bay house of blues, which is an epic venue. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's really cool. People from all over the world come to see that show and uh, it's going to be rad. I think it's already sold out too. It may not be, don't quote me, but I think it might be, I don't know, try and get tickets. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys had already sold that show, especially with it being in Vegas for the first run or first run of the night, first run of the tour. I have heard many crazy stories about bands going to Vegas and leaving Vegas, you know, minus a member or two because they missed the bus or they didn't know where they were. Of course, how what happened with your drummer? That is the most, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll style of missing, uh, like, the, the road down to Phoenix that you possibly can get. You, you, can't, you can't even get mad at him for it. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you're living the dream, dude. Oh, but you absolutely. gotta be on time for the show, otherwise you're fired. <laughs> yeah, it's you can do whatever you want. Just have fun, just go nuts, but just make sure that next night when the show is going on, that you're just behind the kit and you're ready to go. That's all that matters. But then after you know, yeah, all you gotta do is play the show. Absolutely. And one thing I'm looking forward to is I was looking through the tour lap. I'm like, okay, I gotta make sure, you know, let's see where the dates are coming out. And thankfully, one of those days you're coming by me. So I'm just like, I get to actually experience the full effect of Steel Panther Live. Where are you Finally, at? I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So when you guys oh, come yeah. play at the Rave, I'll, I think it's on March 28th. I'll awesome. be in the middle of that crowd just like, this is fucking awesome. You got to be backstage. Come hang out with us, dude. Get a picture. Oh, I'm going to find a way to make that happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to find just, a way to make that Kevin, happen. Just tell Kevin. Just tell Kevin. Hey, uh, Michael said to hook me up with a backstage pass. Ooh, all right. Do it. You know, you got to take a picture and, you know, it will forever be a history in your life where you got to see Steel Panther for the first time, not on YouTube, but actually live. And you got to hear Glory Hole up front, Glory <laughs> Hole up front and close. Dude, it's a, it's a really, I like to think of our show as a fun way to escape reality, you know, escape the, you know, all the burdens of being an, an adult or just being a kid that lives at home and it's got to take out the trash. Or if you're an adult and you got to pay your rent, all that stuff, man. Car payments, insurance, health problems. Come have a couple beers at Steel Panther. See some titties on stage. Possibly. You never know. And then, you know, you're going to escape reality for three to four hours and you'll have a great night. 
See, that's what I'm hoping for. And every time I go to a, a concert, no matter who it's for, whether it's the ones I love to go to or, you know, mosh pits are forming, I'm in the middle of them just going absolutely crazy from the beginning of the set to the end of the set. Or if it's a show where, you know, I've got a beer in my hand or, you know, six or seven and just enjoying the fuck out of whatever the hell is going on. It doesn't matter what it is. It's those types of shows where you're able to just sit in there or stand in the crowd, focus in on what's going on, and only be lost in the moment. Those are those are the ones that are the absolute best that you never forget that. for the rest of your life. I fucking love that. I remember uh, we, we did a show with Metallica and Five Finger Death Punch in Austria. It was on our last European tour this past summer. And we went out and watched Five Finger, which is amazing. And then we went out and we watched Metallica and... And I'm just sitting there with our bass player, Spider, and we're watching, and Satchel's there too, and we're just watching them fucking rock, dude. And it was, it was just nothing else mattered except what was going on, and like just to watch fifty thousand people just react to these bands. It was, it's just, it's a feeling you can't buy anywhere else. You can't simulate it. You know, like you were asking me if I'm excited about getting ready for the tour and. You know, part of that excitement is getting ready for the tour, like physically getting ready, running, hiking, working out. You know, I, I'm, you know, doing better. I had a seven course meal last night. I had a pizza and a six pack and you know, I'm taking care of myself now. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you got to think about it too. It's everyone wants to see that six pack. No one wants to be the guy with the big giant keg. And if you're going to move around on stage, it's a lot easier to move around on stage. We only had that six pack instead of carrying around, you know, all of that liquid <laughs> another person a another person yeah literally another person it's like you're gonna be running around on stage having a blast and instead of you know having just this whole other person feel like they're wrapped around your back no 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 just crack one open i got five more right there we're set ready to go and that's just in the first 20 minutes of the show yeah and you know you know who moves around still to this day is mick jagger he weighs like 40 pounds a light breeze will blow over Mick Jagger at this point, but he still struts around the stage and still commands presence to the point yes. where it doesn't matter if you've been in the Rolling Stones since their inception and you're basically, you know, maybe, you know, as light as Mick Jagger is, or if you're there with your parents or your grandparents and just enjoying the moment because everyone is into the Rolling Stones or into that kind of music as much as possible. Honestly, it's just somewhere you're going to get lost in the moment based off of that. So it doesn't matter oh. as long as you're bringing it. Yeah, you got to be lost in the moment. That's what we bring. We sell fun, man. That's our job. Make people laugh. Make people have a good time. You know, to the best of our ability. And, you know, a lot of people bring their friends. They're like, dude, you got to see Steel Panther. You're going to love him, right? And their friend's like, oh, okay, cool. It's my friend. And he, yeah, I like him. So maybe he's right. And they come or they bring the girlfriend and they come and the girlfriend's <laughs> just standing there like this. What the fuck is this? Do you like this? And then by the end, she's like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking love it. And you know, dude, if you want to find the right girl, bring her to a Steel Panther show or even just pop in our CD and go, hey, do you like this? And she says, ew, that's so gross. That's disgusting. You don't want to date her. No, at that point, it's you're going to end up pulling over to the side of the road and being like, okay, this is the point we're going to have to get out of the car right now. And I'm just going to start listening to this and have a blast. And you know what? Just, just find your own way home call an uber or something i'll call you an uber i don't care there you go you know kevin you have to find a girl that shares the same value system as you do right so if you like to party hang out and listen to steel panther you need to find someone who shares that same value system as you that way you guys can fuck that you know what that's called a magical vagina bro that is a magical vagina. holy shit because i'm even thinking about this right now too i mean what would be better than you know sharing the same sort of values and 
all of a sudden you find out Steel Panther's coming to a city near you or to your own city. And you're just like, right. hey, maybe you want to go out and see Steel Panther. And at that point, she might be looking at you and say one of three things that might get, be like, you know, the way you know that that is a magical vagina. First thing is, absolutely, I want to go. Second thing is, how do you not know about this already? I've gotten tickets already. Awesome. There you go. And the third is going to be just like, um, why have, what, is this even like a discussion? Of course we're going like, I've, right. you know, I've I already got, got tickets. I got, I got the backstage passes. I'm already starting to get drunk enough for this show. Like I am ready to roll at this point. Yeah. That's fucking great, dude. And you know, I don't, I was trying to do like a segue, but that is one of our new songs on our record, magical vagina. And I've been doing interviews like for the, you know, last couple of weeks and people are like, what is the song magical vagina about? Well, now, you know, dude, that's what it's about. It's about fucking finding the right chick that fits the fucking the mold, I guess. Absolutely. Cause even when I was going through on the prowl as well, listening through the whole entire thing for me, it was two songs. So stuck, stood out specifically that really like got to me. One was friends with benefits because I watched the video for it. The first time I saw it and I could just not stop laughing my ass off throughout the whole entire thing and enjoying the music every step of the way. But the second one that got me was your song 1987. Just hearing all the little, all the references you made there and just hearing all the crazy stories that got thrown in there. It reminds me of all the times my dad tells all his crazy stories about the eighties, going to concerts, seeing Van Halen, seeing Rush, meeting Reggie Jackson at major Goolsby's in Milwaukee, Washington play Pac-Man for an hour until some guy came up and said he sucks. And Reggie Jackson just kind of like put out his cigar on him and left. And it's just like, okay, now how awesome is that? And he loves he loves this this kind of music too. He loves the you know the eighties glam metal, glam rock, hair metal, loves seventies, all that stuff. And I was listening to that too. I'm like, you know what? Why is this making me think of my dad? And it's even funnier too because one, oh, that's his kind man. of music. When if, in 1987, the age that he was is the age I am now. And oddly enough, the day we're recording this, it's his 64th birthday. So I'm like, this is all coming like full circle to me. Like wow, this dude, song has got me. Reason, like, there's a reason why we're talking, man. Right? Yeah. You know, it's so weird. Like you're saying, yeah, my dad, he was grew up in that era. I remember uh, like when we first started touring our second, uh, like on our second record, we're meeting bitches backstage and we're hanging out and they're like, oh yeah, my dad told me about you guys. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. And and you dig the man. I love you, man. That's great. Right. And then fast forward, like four records or no, two records later. Right. Hanging out with some chicks. And they're like, yeah, my my grandfather told me about you. I'm like, oh, fuck, we're getting fucking old, dude. It's like, you know, it's just generational, man. I guess the way you look at it, it's like, the, you know, you start at one, you have some kids, you turn them on to heavy metal, and, the, you know, the heavy metal lineage just continues. And it's important for us to keep heavy metal alive because heavy metal is about, in my opinion, our style of heavy metal is about having a good time, having fun. And that's what's most important in life, you know, especially – Dude, after the pandemic, all the shit that went on and now all the fucking balloons flying in the air, all this bullshit. It's like, I don't want to think about that. I just want to think about pussy, having some beers and football and rocking. That that does sound about right. Those are the things we do want to end up thinking about. And I even think about it too, you know, after the pandemic, it's the one of the things that just kind of brought everything back to like, okay, being focused only in the moment and just focus on whatever's going on, having a good time. For me, it was always going to concerts, going to festivals, just being in the middle of the crowd, enjoying every aspect of it. And of course, for me, it was always the heavier the music, the better it's going to be because, man, there's there's something about when it comes to rock and metal, no matter what genre, subgenre within there that you really like, 
all that matters is that there's so many people around there that also love the same kind of music you do get into it and it creates this whole entire vibe where you're at a live show you're with a bunch of members of like what feels like you know this large extended family to a point where yeah we don't know each other but we like the same kind of music you know what i'm gonna get along with that person just fine even though i just met them hey man you want it i'm going to get a beer you want one Fuck yeah, the amount of times I've been at festivals and I've been like, hey, you want to go get a beer or something to some random person? And then we talk for an hour or just go into a freaking yeah, yeah. middle of a mosh pit. It's it's amazing. And it's just something where we need to make sure that this keeps going, keep passing that lineage down. And it's not necessarily you guys like getting old doing if it's, you know, hey, my dad told me about you. My grandfather told me about you. No, it's it's the fact that you guys are just starting to transcend so many different generations. So you're just no, going to be bitching, doing dude. this it's, forever it's and ever. Killer. It's killer to have that happen. You know, but when they start saying, yeah, my, my great, great grandfather told me about you right before he died, you know, what? <laughs> but no, it's, it's killer, man. It's, it's great. You know, and that thing, you know, you're talking about like being around other people that are like-minded, you know, it's the same thing. Like first Trekkie people who are into Star Trek and they go to the conventions, mm -hmm. they totally connect together because they have something in common. And that's the cool thing about heavy metal people or people who love live music. You go there you meet someone that likes live music and then hopefully you're having sex with the girl after the, after the show, you know? I mean, that's always one of the hopes, but when it comes to thinking about Steel Panther too, when it comes to thinking about you guys, I mean, I'm looking forward to going to see the show just to, you know, make it like a, just, especially for Milwaukee too. I mean, we love beer here, but it's called the brew city for a reason. What's going to be better than standing in a room with, you know, thousands of people together, enjoying, having a good time, listening to some kick-ass music and drinking, trying to drink the city of Milwaukee dry at that point. I mean, yeah, totally, totally, totally. And I you mean, know, there's another band we got have out with us, two bands. One of them is a opening up the show is a band called tragedy. And then going on direct supporting us is a band called crowbot. I don't know if you know who they are, but they're fucking great. And we've toured with them before. They're uh, the singers. I think he might be a little crazy, in my opinion. He is crazy and he's got so much energy. But I'll tell you what he does for me. He raises the bar. I see him out on stage getting crazy. I'm like, oh, fuck that. You're the opening band. I'm going to come out and fucking rock. And I'm like, well, maybe I should just take it a little easy. I don't want to pull a growing muscle, man. I mean, you're going to need of that. You need that growing muscle for a little bit later. Let's be honest. After the show, that's going to be need to stay intact. But I do know what you're saying about Crowbot. I have had him on the podcast back during the pandemic. And then I got to see them last year when they opened up for Guar, which is like, how is this going to work? But then you see him live and it's okay. This totally works. Like this yeah. totally makes sense with their style, with their vibe, stage presence. And now I'm thinking open up for Steel Panther. This makes more sense than many things I've seen in life, especially up to this point. This just makes sense. Yeah, we a couple of years ago, maybe five years ago, we almost had a whole tour with Lady Gaga. And we're like, we're like, how's that going to work? Right. Like and it didn't end up working out. And the darkness ended up doing it. And they're like, it was killer, man. And they got a lot of fans from it because, you know, you go there and you get to play in front of people who maybe never seen you before and you get to win new fans over. It's a great way to promote your band. And that's why we tour so much. And not only that, when we play these festivals where there's like, you know, 20 to 30, 50,000 people there, not everybody is there to see us. They're there for the whole experience, but it gives us a chance to play our music in front of people who've never seen it before. And once we do that, it just, it's a great way to get a bunch of new Steel Panther fans. And I feel like anytime someone's going to see Steel Panther live, it's, you know, it's almost instantaneous by the time the show is over. It's like, okay, I'm now a fan of Steel Panther. I'm just going to leave it at that. That was too much fun. But 
I'm just thinking, if you guys actually would have went out with Lady Gaga, holy shit! I know, I would have been... I, I don't know, I was like, like you were saying, Guar and Crowbot, <laughs> oh, it sounds weird. If that's how I felt. I was like, I don't know, man, that's going to be weird. Because I'm the one singing, you know? <laughs> I'm the one in the middle, but I think, you know, we did that, we opened up for uh, Judas Priest for like 10 weeks. And that's another one where they're a heavy metal band, but they're a serious heavy metal band. And their yeah. audience is serious. And man, we went, I, I think our first show was in Rochester, New York. And the promoter pushed back the start time. So there's angry crowd because they wanted to see Judas Priest. And we come out and like, fuck you, where's <laughs> Judas Priest? And we're like, this is going to be the worst tour ever, man. <laughs> But then after a while, we figured it out and we were able to win some fans over until this day. As a matter of fact, the last interview I did, the guy said, first time I saw you is when you opened up for Judas Priest. Like, fuck yeah. Right? Yeah. And you want a fan over with that, you know, just from there, you already know you want a fan over at that point. But I even think about this too. Yeah. Judas Priest, that is a dedicated heavy metal band. Their fans are super duper dedicated. It's kind of, I'm trying to think of another band where it's like, kind of like a shoot. I just had him at like Guns N' Roses, like. If you're gonna open for Guns N' Roses, people that are going there just really want to see Guns N' Roses, and that's hey, you're not really messing. Kevin, around. we see? did that. Oh, you did that? No, yeah, dude. We just we just got done opening up for Def Leppard and Motley Crue in the UK. We did a whole tour of them. Okay, and then we flew back, and we were gonna open up for Guns N' Roses at the Forum here in Los Angeles. And we go to do the show, and we're we're uh, setting up the equipment. Our crew is, and we're getting ready to do sound check. And Guns N' Roses tour manager comes over and says. No sound check. Like, why? Axel's taking a nap. I was like, what? Axel's taking a nap. He shut down the whole forum. The forum holds 10,000 people, dude. Axel's like, shut that shit down. I'm taking a nap. I'm like, oh, man. And then they're like, all right, cool. But that was like the precursor to us going on. We went on stage and people were like, <laughs> I mean, we got some people into it, but most people are like just wears Guns N' Roses. I, you know, ACDC could have went on before them, and they'd be like, "Fuck yeah. you, wears Guns N' Roses." I mean, actual super fans with Raider shirts on and Guns N' Roses, awesome, awesome. But still, because I I was in a Welcome to Rockville last year, and it was like Guns N' Roses headline one day. It was supposed before it got rained out, and they ended up because uh, part of it got rained out the right beforehand. They end up having to move some things around and. They end up canceling Rise Against the set right before Guns N' Roses. And I was pissed because I fucking love Rise Against. I'm just like, I know why they did it, but why? I hate when that happens. Hate it when it happens, but you know what? Especially on this tour you guys got coming up with On the Prowl coming out on the 24th. We don't have to worry about these dates getting canceled because they're just not going to get canceled. We're not going no, to worry about they're not, they're not. They're not going to get canceled. Uh, you are okay to buy tickets. <laughs> no one's going to get sick. Everything's going to be fine. And, uh, you know, I think that people still are a little bit worried. But also, there's another dilemma going on. There are so many bands touring that music enthusiasts have to be selective because there's not enough money to go around to buy all these tickets, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to, like, pick the bands you want to go see. But I can guarantee you this. You spend the money on Steel Panther, your hard-earned money that you work for, and you buy one of our tickets to come see us, mm -hmm. we will entertain the fuck out of you. And you'll be stoked that you made the choice. And you and if we suck, you never have to see us again. That's true. But here's the guarantee on that, though. I mean, you know how I know that guarantee is going to be legit. I mean, I'm already, I was already going to definitely go and see you guys on the 28th when you in March 28th when you guys are here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But 
man, I mean, now I'm thinking about, you know, maybe two or three different days, even though I've been spending money on concerts left and right. I don't give a shit. If this means having a good fucking time with Steel Panther, why wouldn't I go and invest in that? I mean, get lost, enjoy, have a couple of beers, have like, actually, no, scratch it, have a couple of six packs and just have a blast. Let's fucking do it, man. Yeah, it's a good time. It's good for your health and your mental stability. Steel Panther, good for your health and good for your mental stability. Right? (laughs) That's cool, right? Absolutely. Well, Mike, as we bring this one to a conclusion, I know you got to go another interview. I always like to give my guests at the the end of the episode a chance to say whatever they want to say. Plug whatever they want to plug. Promote whatever they want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, Michael, the floor is yours. I just want to say we have a brand new guitar pedal out called the 1987. You plug your guitar into it, plug it in the amp, press the button. You sound like Whitesnake met the Scorpions at a rat concert. It sounds (laughs) killer. Makes your guitar sound killer. If you want to get one or you want to check it out and see a demo on it, go to steelpantherrocks.com. And you can see it there. We have tons of merch up there on the site. And by the way, all the merch that's on our site is not sold at our shows. So it's special to that shop. And the tour shirts are special to the tour. So you can get a bunch of stuff. And I just want to say, Kevin, thanks for having me on, dude. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's nice to have to talk to somebody who actually likes to talk. It's awesome. So thank you for that. And uh, man, I look forward to seeing you at the show, dude. That sounds like a great way to end it. So I'm going to end it with three things. First things first. On the Prowl comes out on the 24th. Best way to go and find everything with Seal Panther. The new album. The pedal. Any merge. Get in and know with them on social media. And make sure you get those tickets. Link trip from the podcast. They find Seal Panther line. Everything is going to be there. I'm doing all the work. All you got to do is click and go from there. Now it's time for number two. Michael, this was so much fun. I always like to make a promise to my guests every time I enjoy having guests in the podcast. It's like every single one. My promise to you is this. On March 28th, I am going to find you at that concert here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm going to get my backstage pass. I'm going to come back there. And the first round is going to be on me. All right. So on that note, Mike, thank you very much. And because I'm going to see you on the 28th, I will see you later. Later, bro. Take care. Well, folks, that was our interview with Michael Starr from Steel Panther. And now it's time for Kevin's final thought. I think Michael put it best where when you go to a Steel Panther show, you're going to forget all about the crap in life. You're going to forget all about, you know, the problems that you have with your job, problems that you have with bills, you know, all the, the subtle annoyances with that. Just all the crap going world, UFOs, balloons, whatever it is. You're going to be able to live in the moment and lost in the moment when you go and see live music and live, especially rock and metal music. And I mean, Steel Panther, everyone knows what their shows like. They're just high energy, ridiculous, a lot of fun and just a great time to be around. And I can't wait to go and see him on March 28th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Be sure to join me there if you're able to, because we're going to just have an enjoyable time, get lost in the moment and just remember that, you know, we are human. We are, we're, you know, we're not just put on the service just to pay bills and whatnot. We're here to also have a good time, have fun. Let's relax. Let's enjoy. You know, I'd say, you know, don't like go overly crazy and, you know, just, you know, oh, go enjoy too much. But, you know, enjoy to the point where you can go to these shows and just relax, have a good time and enjoy. I mean, I keep saying enjoy because when I think live music, live music is like my live music and podcast are my two favorite things because the energy I get from them is absolutely nuts. Thinking back to that We Came As Roman show I went to on February 15th. I mean, that was probably like one of the first times in a while that I've been able to just get lost in the moment with everything and just really focus in and enjoy. The energy level was ridiculous. And that's what live music does. Even with Steel Panther, you know, for my style, yeah, I'm, there's not going to really be a mosh pit for Steel Panther. So I'm not really going to be able to do that. But 
you know what? Let me grab a couple of beers. Let me enjoy the show. Let's have a blast and let's just get lost and have a good time, yo. So that's kind of the final thought I'm thinking about is Steel Panther has it right. They're going to put on a show to entertain you, have fun, and you're just going to enjoy it and forget about all the other crap that's going on there. Bring your friends too because what you want them to be a part of this at the same time? So when it comes to Steel Panther, their brand new Amount of the Prowl comes out on February 24th, which if you're watching the podcast day it comes out is tomorrow. But if it's not the day it comes out, it's already out. So go and check it out. Links up to the podcast for it, along with where you can buy the merch, you can buy the guitar pedal. The Rock and Talk app is going to be down there as well. Their dating app. Oh yeah, they have a dating app too. They launched on Valentine's Day. We didn't get to talk about it, but you know what? I had a blast anyway talking to Michael about everything else. I wouldn't want it any other way. All their social media is down there as well and where you can find them online in terms of finding those tickets. So go and do that right now. Also, make sure you're following the Core Progression Podcast. All our social media links are in the description of the podcast below so you can check out all the crazy social content we got going on, all the short content we got. Please remember to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. But if you're listening on Spive Out Podcast, I Heart Radio, hit that follow button to make sure you become a follower and a supporter of the Corporate Rush Podcast. I want to thank you for doing that because I, I get so much energy doing this stuff, man. I mean, I, I before this episode, I was kind of exhausted. I was kind of down. All of a sudden, just started talking with Michael and just, there we go. I mean, you saw that energy just go flying. I mean, <laughs> so make sure you go and follow and support it. I want to thank you for that. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness, for supporting the podcast. Don't miss off. Use the code CPP20. Affix time link trip to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, Michael, for being on the show. I will see you on the 28th of March here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've got to get that backstage pass because, whew, yeah, I got to have a beer with this guy. I, I, I have to. I have to at this point. Whoa. The uh, focus on the camera went out a little bit. Okay, let's refocus in there. I got to have a beer with this guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, so on that note, that's gonna be it for me, guys. He rushes to the chord progression podcast, the gateway to new rock and metal music. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I and every single one is of the big, healthy, and hearty. 